Let's be as rich as I'll ever be. Just keep it honest, baby. You wouldn't want a young moment if I wasn't whipping this woman. Uh-huh. You go have to do more than just say it. You go have to do less when you do it. You know I always want you to. You go have to do more than just say it. You go have to do less when you do it. You know I mean, you can say shit while this is happening. You don't have to be quiet. Oh, I thought I'm we were kinda, just him like to I'm vibing. vibe it out, yeah. But we will. Okay. I tell you, I know his manager. Who? Tory Lanez. Really? Yeah. How'd that happen? Um, this is dude, Philip, who went to UT who played ball. Okay. Um, and I didn't know he was Tory Lanez's manager, but like... Uh, a couple of the guys in the group chat are big fans of that chick Iskra, like okay. that super thick uh, British white chick who's like a model, and she finally revealed her boyfriend. And like it was Philip, and I was like, I know him. The guys like we went to school together. It's a small world. We should we should tell little Darren like we, we should need ask you to. Him. Do you want to be the manager of South Congress? Nah, we should mind his business. <laughs> we should tell Lil Darren, like, you need managers. We should be, like, Lil Darren management. Shadow management. And that'll be the shadow management. I like it. Shadow Creek management. Shadow Creek management. Is Shadow Creek, like, a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? Fuck it. Helly, bring us in. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is South Congress podcast, episode 53. One time for you fuck niggas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's getting bold now because no, that, now we got, you know, nah, decent quality. That now. brings like a different energy when I say that. Like, my mother saw it. Like, because you can see who sees your snaps. Yeah. And it was like, Mom. And I was like, oh, God. Uh-oh. Um, But she didn't get mad because I think she understood that the fuck nigga was coming from a positive place. <laughs> <laughs> so, I yeah. It was kind of mad. She's like, boy, you crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, and be cool about it. Yeah, so um, to, to let everybody know from the jump, um, our cover song is a cover of Tory Lane's Say It from Normani Corday and Normani's like doing her own thing now so it was kind of a cheat cover um then we'll, we'll talk about the reasons behind that <sighs> how you doing this week man um you know I'm doing pretty good um had a wild ass uh game last night but other than that I mean everything's been good do how you, you want to explain the wild game yeah so um I've only been in this district two years mm-hmm. and I've already come to conclusion that Mainer people, Mainer and Bastrop and Elgin is like a different world. Yes, but I'm talking about like 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 Mainer, Mainer people definitely make. What, what do we, they make? What, what do we say? Uh, Marbach exit was was it seven or seventeen? What do we say? Exit isn't it exit eight now. Exit eight or it whatever was exit makes them look like Boy yeah. Scouts. Yeah, like because it's like you got to remember this is a place that used to be 
like a certain percentage black and then they got pushed out. A lot of them got pushed to Maynard. And so they carry it different. Yeah. No, it's just crazy. I mean, uh, like the parents, Mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing if you want to yell at someone like me, you know, I'm a grown man. But when you start cussing out kids that are like 12, 13 years old and trying to do stuff like that, you know, I draw the line. At that point, it's like, hey, like. That's that bullshit. Here's my location. How do you want to settle this? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you want to do? Like. You don't ever come for kids. Agreed. Agreed. You know, and this is where the second year has happened, and it got to the point to where it was like parents are trying to fight students, and then like um, their female managers, like you know, trying to fight some some of our uh, just random students that are waiting to get picked up, like mm. just fans and stuff. And then uh, the girls' side, they had trouble too, um, to where uh, it came to my attention that one, like I guess some boy who's random, uh, I guess fan or whatever physically picked up one of our female players and got her out of the way to go after another female player. That's not cool. Yeah. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. And it's always when we play those schools out in that area, we yeah. always have trouble. I'm at the point of like, you know what? We need to play them motherfuckers. Fuck them. I Let never them saw get their own schedule. I Kiss never saw Sarah Buck or Christine ever try to pull up on anybody. Exactly. <laughs> so I dig. Yeah. Yo, if, if Sarah Dagenhart did have like the secret, uh, the secret gun attachment that would have been she cool, might have, like, like, like cyborg, like, a, like a, no, like a Baird in Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, like the plug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bless her heart. That's a nice young lady. We should yeah, be she's nicer. Awesome. Um, yeah, my week has been uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like a year ago, this week was like the craziest week of my life, and so we eased into that. We hung out. Friday we hung out set uh Sunday so we kind of eased into that yeah um so it was cool like I I adjusted and felt like I t- took care of that accordingly and got through it and then Friday happens we're very transparent on this show so let me explain my Friday to everybody <laughs> right because we record this Friday nights um so I get up like uh Faye and I have worked out this schedule to where She'll jump up around like 530 and like play with the dog and start to get ready. I'll get up closer to seven and I'll feed the dog and take him out before I go. I go to work. Yeah. So we're on normal schedule. Like we do all that. And I get up. <laughs> I'm driving to work. I make it two blocks from the house and like the steering column locks up on the car. And I'm like, yo, I don't know what it is. Um, my man comes, gives me a jump, jumped on work. I get the car towed. They was like, yo. Your engine's bad. You got a bad cylinder. Oof. And Faye reminds me, like, from two years ago, they told me, I was like, yo, your engine could go at any time. We're going to see how long it lasts. We found out. <laughs> God damn it. And so, yeah, um, RIP Keisha. RIP um, Keisha. Yeah. And, and we still might get Keisha fixed. Like, I don't know, but that's a steep price. We don't, we don't, hey, listen, y'all, 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 we need more patrons on the Patreon <laughs> if we want Keisha to, to miraculously recover, but um, we'll see. Any of my uh, Mexican gente, get your uncles, get your cousins. Yeah, everybody just come, out, just come through Help with your out. pliers, and we got Mad Modelo over here if that gets you right. <laughs> uh, but no, so it was kind of a crazy week, but at the end of everything, like, you know, I'm healthy. Yeah, my family's good. My friends are good. So mm-hmm. it's just it's one of those things you got to work through. Um, not something I'm going to lose too much sleep over. Peanut being like the best friend and best co-host, he came through with the with the hands. So you know, we're good over here. Yeah. Everybody feels great. I, um, I was like, I got the vodka, and I was like, you know what? He's had a shitty week. I'm getting him a little personal a, bottle of it's hand. A, it's a good man. It's a good man. Um, so yeah, like again, like I don't get to. 
overwhelmed with stuff like this. It always works itself out. Like there's going to be a show next week. If I'm still here next week, that's always a blessing. So we'll get there. Mm-hmm. What I want to do first, um, sometimes I introduce things on the show. And if you listen to us long enough, you know, like something has to be really interesting for my co-host to stop and watch it. Like he's not into the shows I'm into. We don't always listen to the same music. So for something to really grab his attention, like it has to be good. Yeah. I think I talked well enough about the Fire Festival doc to where he wanted to see it. Tell us what you took away from it watching it after the show. His gay homeboy definitely works for somebody right now is making good money. Because he's he's the definition <laughs> of rider player, guy. Dog. He's yes. been like the coolest meme this week. If if he's willing to suck dick for water, imagine what he'll do for other meaningful shit. Wow. Um one of my uh my my Twitter followers um has like a really popular Instagram account. Mm-hmm. She's like forty thousand followers, right? Jesus Christ. And but it's like all memes. Like of she, course she it just, is. Yeah. it's just one of those things where That's like crazy forty thousand just for some goddamn. You can memes. well, you can wow. if if you post the right ones, you can catch on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and it's just that thing. Absolutely. Um. So she has no. She has forty nine point two thousand. So Jesus almost fifty thousand, right? And so I mean, she gets about forty thousand dick pics and shit. Probably. Wow, I'm sure. <laughs> but she I only follows not, um, what? She only follows one hundred and forty one people. Okay. And I'm one of them. Oh. Right? And so, like, but we're cool. So, I hit her, and I was like, yo, anytime you want to, uh, you know, post one of my awesome memes, like, you can do that. And you know what she said? What'd she say? Um, she said, I would if they were funnier. But no, she said. Uh, oh, excuse me. No she, no, she genuinely said. She was like, I had one from you. She's like, if you posted more than wrestling shit, I'd do it all the time. That's true point. That's <laughs> I just laughed. Right there. I thought facts. it was the funniest Thank shit. Thank you. Um, I agree with that one. You know, yeah, that's funny, but no, like she's like heavy on there. And I say that to say, I swear I had a point. Um, I thought she had a really funny one. I thought you said she posted well, one. What were we just like talking about? One. Oh, we were talking about the uh the fire festival, right? Yeah, definitely. And that's how it came up because she liked the pick that I had of the fire festival. And what I said was, uh, nobody. And it's quiet. And it's like a crackhead with more cheeseburgers than money. And it was a picture of that guy saying he would suck dick to save the festival. Because it's from Minnesota <laughs> Society. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. But that, that guy's great. And that I was like, when you were watching that, like, I know I told you about it before. But when you were watching it, weren't you just like, oh, no, I feel so bad for him. I didn't feel bad for him. I did. Because no. I don't ever want to be like, I don't want to well, be down enough for the cause to be like, man, I was ready to go down on whatever chick they put in front of me. Like, no. I mean, it's it, it sucked that happened to him, but as far as feeling bad, I, I mean, obviously, <laughs> to p- put it like this. <laughs> okay, okay, go ahead. Put, put it, this is why I did not feel bad for anybody. This mm-hmm. is why I don't feel bad for the people that got bamboozled. I mean, it mm-hmm. sucked it happened, but I don't feel bad for them. Number one, it, it's like that, um, I guess like someone said uh, when they're on a late night show, mm-hmm. if you're willing to spend $1,000 to watch Blink-182 and all them assholes, like, you fucked up there. Number Number two... For the people that work for him, mm-hmm. you have this big old scheme, this big old plan to put this like you know fire ass luxury festival type bullshit together, uh-huh. and you're gonna barely start construction on it like a month before mm-hmm. the show's about to go on. Like you're at, saying, they needed more Mexicans on staff. I'm saying like they needed more of a plan to on staff or something. Okay. I mean, obviously, you knew at that point I would have been like, this is some bullshit. Like, there's no way we're gonna pull off a month. Like, you know, construction to accommodate 
what we want to, to get this plan done in a month's worth of work. Like, there's no way. There's if no my way. boss came to me and said, look, Cameron, we can get a hundred million dollar grant mm-hmm. for the school and nobody will ever have to pay to go to school again. Ever. All you have to do is suck some dick. You know what I'm going to say? What are you going to say? I am a straight punk. I'm going to repeat that. I'm a straight punk. Okay? I have no guts. Mm-mm. I'm a skinny cat. Mm-hmm. I'm a chicken. I'm quack, quack, quacking every single... Exactly. <laughs> I'm not built for that, dog. I can't. I can't help you. I Sorry, apologize. kids. Y'all gonna find another way to get to school. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> study, motherfucker. <laughs> you do something. Get them student loans, um, like I did. Yeah, no. It was. I like. I'm glad that you got to watch it too. Because yeah, it's not uh, always it was, it was, that we get to see something. We mm-hmm. both see something that in depth and get to like build on it. But yeah, it was interesting. Yo. It's fucked up shit. These white people be scamming, don't they, boy? Yep. And and what's and crazy is fall for it that's too. that's the the part. If you're white and decent looking, you can get away with a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. people didn't realize like this is a young ass kid putting on this like you know big ass festival. No track you? record. Even though I'll say this, the Magnesis card mm-hmm. was a great idea. Yeah. Like imitating, because remember, like we thought black cards was cool. When we was kids. We didn't like think about how we could go get one, but we thought the idea of it was like yeah, cool. Definitely. Yeah, and yeah. so because remember, niggas were getting black debit and credit cards because you can confuse bitches and tell them it was a debit or a black card. So yeah, that was kind of cool having like that heavy metal card that you slam. Like I get the scam, but it's a scam. Like it's you fronting on something. Yeah. And yeah. That boy Billy boy. I, I just thought it was crazy that when he was out on bail, he still went scamming. No, no, no. That's not nuts. even just he went scamming. Yeah, he went back. He tried to scam the same people. Yeah. That's the fucked up part. But it's a good idea because half of them some of them still did pump out money. Like like we said, if you can put eight hundred thousand on a wristband, yep. you can probably be scammed again. Yeah. Even if it's not a scam, you would just be willing to throw some money away on some bullshit. Shit, give me eight hundred thousand, I'll make the best of it. I, you would open 48 taquerias. I'd open at least three. You know, I've never had barbacoa. Like, what? straight up. Mm-mm. No bullshit. Like, Seriously? I might have had it, but I've never purchased it knowingly. Somebody oh, might have gotcha. snuck some barbacoa into some shit. Like, I'm pretty sure that I know what barbacoa tastes like because I'm like, wow, this tastes like brain. Pause. <laughs> I mean, pretty yeah. much that's what it is. I've yeah, never so. just done it like, like, like straight up. Like, yeah, this tastes like skull. Like you know, they make it right. Nigga, I don't know. You grind us some head. Nah. How do they do it? Or how you first do it? Well, you take the the head of a of a cow or whatever. You build mm-hmm. a. I'm sorry. You dig a deep ass pit, a little fire pit. Mm-hmm. Leave that bitch in there like overnight, mm-hmm. and then you come back and get it, and then you just kind of scrape off the shit and just kind of separate it. Okay, so what you do? You give some fire head, is what you're saying? No. And then you you're nasty. <laughs> you're nasty. <laughs> okay, so you and I both watched. Some I watched four episodes. I watched you watched two. you watched one and some change. Yeah, one and some change. Um, yeah. of the Ted Bundy doc. So I found it very interesting. Yeah. Um, because I think the thing I took away from it was again, like we said about the fire festival. If you're white and aren't deformed, you get away with a lot of shit. People will vouch for you. It's crazy. It's like um, imagine being the first guy to dunk before tennis shoes came out. 
You know, like you're super cool. But then other people realize that, oh, all I needed was a little cushion. I could do the same shit. Yeah. Like Ted Bundy was like this crazy serial killer. Not that he was a genius. Not that he was like a super tactician. He just happened to be crazy before technology. Like he was in an era where crime, they wanted to solve crimes, but they also didn't have the means to solve them. Like, he wasn't special, necessarily. Yeah, he was able you know? to get away with a whole bunch of shit. A whole mm-hmm. bunch of grimy shit. But, yeah, like, it was weird. Nobody he, ever checked him on anything, yo, which is crazy. You saw that first episode where they talked about he didn't have no friends. He was a weirdo. He got picked on. But the girl was like, but he was good looking. Yo, being good looking will carry you through life. And it's nuts. You can get away with a lot of shit. Yes, you can. Not being ugly. <clears throat> and it's ridiculous. Nah, it sucks. I mean, it does. It genuinely does. People mistake. I think they did that on Seinfeld for a while. Um, or Friends or some shit. It might have been Friends. Because that was friends. an episode that I think I tuned into and like caught bits and pieces of. When they were like, yo, like somebody's so good looking. I let them. No, I think it was Seinfeld. Somebody was like bad at tennis. But they were so good looking, they let them get away with it. People treated him, and we looked at him. He looked crazy. He looked like the just an average guy. Yeah, the eighth yeah. Adams cousin. But <laughs> they like treated him like, yo, he's good looking. So he, because he's good looking, he can't be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like he was, he was taking bitches out to the woods that he met, like in small talk, and killing the shit out of them. And it was like Seattle, Washington. Nobody knew the wiser. They didn't catch him. I don't know if you saw it, and I'm sure you'll get to it. We can talk about it later, but. Yo, one time he kidnapped two girls on the beach in the same day and killed them. His arm was in a sling and he asked for help with his boat and convinced them to help him and took them both out into the woods and killed them on a beach that had 40,000 people on it that day. That's it's wild. It's wild. Like he was getting away with some shit that you can't do now. But I'll say this. He wasn't a genius, but he is responsible for FBI um, profiling to be as extensive as it is now. Like he made them put the extra effort in to build these profiles to where we don't have the same type of serial killers now. Before we got on the air, you was talking about how serial killers was pussy, and they're not they're not handling business like him no more. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so like serial killers 2019, man. Like you know, absolute trash. We're ha- we're having a you know not only having to reboot movies and shit, we're having a reboot serial killers and shit. Yeah, we John gotta Wayne go back. Casey, we gotta watch the classics. Bundy, all that shit. Is our whole day. Netflix ha- having to give these guys uh, having to talk about their oh, stories and shit. Our serial killers on a, on a dunk contest. Y'all got no new shit. Nigga, we saw that windmill for the last 15 years. You suck. Let's not. Hey, let's not entice the serial. No, we're definitely not. No. <laughs> hey, please sit down. We we are not saying that's very bad. So. Yeah, okay. A little bit of serious business. Yeah. So at least temporarily, mm-hmm. the House and the Senate agreed on a bill that would reopen the government. It's about um, time. They've missed two paychecks. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. I. What do you really say about it, man? Like. I don't really have the words. I know that your president is wilding out. Your president is under this belief that everybody is treated the same as rich people. Like he either believes that or is a total liar because he thinks I'm sure it's the latter. He thinks everybody's getting perks because people understand their situation. Let me explain for groceries and everything else. And I think what Wilbur is probably trying to say is that uh, they will work along. I know banks are working along of 
if uh, you have mortgages, the mortgagees, the mortgage, uh, the folks collecting the this interest stupid. and all of those things, they work along. And that's what happens in time like this. They know the people. They've been dealing with them for years. And they work along the grocery store. Uh, and I think that's probably what Wilbur Ross uh, meant. But I haven't seen a statement now. But he's done it. A- Let me ask you something. What's up? If I go to H-E-B right now. I'm sorry? If I go to H-E-B right now. Okay. I say, hey. <laughs> hey, H-E-B. That's how I talk to H-E-B. I don't call people by their names because um, I don't want to single them out. Hey, H-E-B. I'm going to need six avocados. And three milks. Um, but I need it on credit, though, because they ain't paying me right now. So just, you know, don't even ring me up. Let me slide them through. I'll write you a note. And then as soon as I get paid, I'm going to come back and pay for all that. Is that how H-E-B works? No. Is that how Albertsons works? No. Is that how Fiesta works? La Fiesta? No, if you try to walk in, <laughs> if you try to go to Fiesta, Fiesta charges... A buck twenty-five for three whole chickens. I don't know where they got them chickens. I don't understand why those chickens are wearing socks. <laughs> but I don't ask questions because it's fiesta. And I say, look, <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all to float me, nigga. You will get shot yes. and collared, and you will be a chicken in fiesta. You'll understand <laughs> why they're wearing fiesta. socks. Okay. Yeah, cool. La, La Fiesta from San Antonio, right out in the hood. Well, I was talking about regular Fiesta, but them too. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about Fiesta. Yeah. There's a La Fiesta. Like I said, same thing. You can pretty okay. much get cheap produce, but so good. Yeah, and go to it, go to go to Super Mercado Cinco with that oh, bullshit. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> with that fuck shit talking about I got uh, you later. The H E B Mercado over there. Shit. <laughs> right there by our lady of the light. Do you value your shoulder blades? Both of them shits will be blown <laughs> off. They will be on the nigga, you be, be flaming bird. Nah, talk about Barbara Cohen. It's gonna be a nigga look just like me, smiling at your ass. <laughs> Why does this Barbara Cohen look so familiar? Yeah, not shit. Fuck it, let me down this big red. The idea that a grocery store would float you because you're low on money is ridiculous. Now, nope. That would be nice, and it's probably ideal because they understand you're doing this to survive. You're not gonna sell food for money, but it doesn't work like that. You know why? Why? Capitalism. Yep. Which I'm not saying that capitalism is horrible. I'm saying it definitely has produced some horrible people. Yep. Um, So, yeah, they're talking about um, a temporary government reopening through February 15th. So he's open up long enough. So for um, basically like uh, federal police. Yeah, get some some pussy on Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. Because, listen, (coughs) as bad as a person is, he is. He understands. In order for him to keep getting votes, he has to keep producing racist babies. You can't produce those if you don't get paid before Valentine's Day. And, you know, these country-ass crackers can't take their girls to uh, Sizzler. I wish I could go to Sizzler <laughs> For the two-for-one. No, Sizzler was dope. That's I want to go to Sizzler one day. <laughs> that's that's my life. I want to go there in the White Castle. Listen, I'm not saying I want to be like a backwoods country-ass cracker. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. However... If the highlight of my girl's year was taking her to Shoney's, that'd be pretty ideal. Oh, I remember Shoney's. Oh, my God. That was so good. French toast sticks. Mm-hmm. I used to go for the breakfast buffet. Oh, my goodness. Yo. Why the the hell do we ever get rid of Shoney's? Well, because we wanted to live. That's why we got rid of Shoney's. No, but Shoney's is life. Just like when uh, San Antonio got rid of Ryan's Steakhouse. Oh, my God. Wait. (laughs) So you miss Ryan's and you miss Shoney's? Let me explain to you what that does. 
He took a line from you and you took the same line from another nigga. I have to tell you who you are. And you fat as fuck. <laughs> exactly. So you don't want ever want to be the guy who's labeled as fat as fuck at the end of that. True. So we'll avoid that. Okay. okay. Um, so yeah, really quick. Yo, Roger Stone got arrested. Not just arrested. He got arrested, arrested. The yeah. FBI raided his house. Could you imagine niggas pulling up on you to arrest you before the sun comes up with crust in your eye? If they, if they, if the FBI, uh, if the FBI does that, you know they have enough evidence on your ass. They're not just gonna do that. To, yeah. Especially someone if like him. They don't him. give you the courtesy call. Yeah. <laughs> especially someone like him, a high-profile white dude. Shit. No, they have, they have some shit on him. Like, so, like, think about it. Like, he's going away for a long time. I don't. Hopefully. It's it's hard to explain like my personal connection to it, but I hate when people like secretly plot and plot and plot and plot and think they're gonna get away with it. Mm-hmm. Like on some sly shit. I like when people like that get caught. Like, yo, I think we got some shit on Russia. Yo, you never talk to me. Delete this email. Fake spies are funny to me. Like when you're not really a spy, but you try to do some spy shit. Yeah. Like that shit is hilarious to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then and then uh, he had the audacity to do that whole Nixon shit and trying to be like, I'm pleading not guilty. Okay. Wait, I mean, wait, wait, what did he say? I'm asking you, because I think I know what he said. I think he said this. Oh. Wrong clip. He didn't say shit. <laughs> Soundboard, you didn't work with me this time. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, fired. he was on some bullshit though. Um, he said he's innocent and he's gonna fight it. <laughs> fight these nuts, nigga. You're not a- gonna fight shit. AKA, I'm gonna tell you what you need to know. Please keep me out of jail. Is what exactly. that means. Exactly. That's what's gonna happen. So exactly. I'm pretty sure it's, uh, Trump's kind of scared. A little. I mean, he has to be scared at this point because. All his homies, they're all getting taken down, and I don't think they're willing to go to prison for his ass. Nah. I wouldn't. I think that, I don't think he hired anybody really with a backbone. No. Like, yo, you and I, before we did this, we watched, and you haven't seen much before, mm-hmm. we watched season two, episode seven of Punisher, and they found out that one of the dudes was a fiend, and so they caught him trying to score, set his ass up, whooped his ass, and he snitched. I'm pretty sure there are some fiends in that group, oh, whether yeah. it's drugs or something else. So, yeah. Just staying out of prison, not getting raped is going to be their fix. Listen, I got a top 10 list of things I don't want to happen to me. Yeah. Not getting raped is way up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to be number one. Yeah. I don't want to be Twitter famous for like the wrong reason. True. Um, What else don't I want to be? Fat again. I don't want to be fat again. Um, I don't want to be, I don't know. I mean, that's like, I don't want to be the reaction nigga at WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) you make like a wild face and people like meme you. Like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be a meme to regular people. That doesn't sound dope. I'm sure you're a pussy off of that though. I'm pretty sure that WrestleMania guy got no pussy. He got a picture with Triple H. I mean, that's cool. But you know me, I'd be like, Triple H, why you do that to Booker T, my dude? What's really cracking? And I don't want to have that conversation. Um, what else? Um, really far- quick, yeah. um, before we cut to our break, yeah, more than half of the best actor nominees for the Oscars mm-hmm. are LGBTQ. Okay. The characters, right. anyway. Yeah. Um, I do think that it's kind of a cool turning point in... 
Oscar nominations. It, it's it's unique in that. Um, let me see. It's unique in that. These are really good movies. Like yeah. they were nominated. I don't feel like it was just well, random. Yeah, you know, like random. Like all these performances are pretty. So they're they're solid. So uh, I guess like basically the thing I guess you're trying to say is like it's not just the Oscars just trying to trying to ride a wave and shit and be like okay let's yeah just, you know like because this is this is the hot yeah. thing right now. And Christian Bale yeah. played Dick Cheney in Vice. Okay. Now let me explain. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale, Equilibrium. Christian Bale. The Machinist Christian Bale, Batman, Dark Knight Christian Bale. Oh shit! Like super fit. Yeah. You know, he played Dick Cheney and murdered it in Vice. Like that's a movie you have to go watch. Yeah. Bradley Cooper or Star is Born. Somebody described that to me today. They were like, "Yo, Bradley Cooper was like this coked out record exec that got mad that." Lady Gaga signed with a major label and became a plant. I'm like, yo, that sounds fucking amazing. I want to see that yesterday. Um, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. Willem Dafoe um, has the ugliest face of anybody who's ever had a face. Do you know what Willem Dafoe looks like? Nope. Okay. Did you see any of the Spider-Man movies? Nope. Like the when we were in high school? Nope. Have, did you see Boondock Saints? Nope. What? I'm... I'm <laughs> You just weren't a bro dude. Well, William Defoe's ugly as shit. I'll show you. Look at him. That's an ugly man. Yeah. However, he's a great actor. And my favorite thing about him, like, because of that gap that he got in his teeth, he couldn't say Spider-Man. So all through the first trilogy, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's, your, that's your mouth making you do that. Nice. Uh, but no, well, he was great. Yeah. Um, but he was, uh, yeah, William Defoe is nominated for Best Lead Actor for At Eternity's Gate. Viggo Mortensen, who is in one of my favorite comic book movies, um, A History of Violence. When I say comic book, it's um, a graphic novel, so it's not Spider-Man, Batman, all that. It just happens to be a story they told in pictures. But he's like this guy who, uh, he's Tom Stahl. He's a small town, uh, like, diner cook. And some people come to rob the diner and he kills them all. And then people find out that he used to be in the mob. And it's it's a fantastic movie. Oh, shit. Um, wow. Yeah. No, again, not all comic movies are bad, Peanut. Some of them just happen um, to be comics. But no, they find out he's in the mob and he turns in this amazing performance. Um, and, oh, gosh, I forget his name. And it's funny. It's rude that I forget his name because I always say that he should have won best um best supporting actor. I think it's William Hurt. Um and I'm gonna pull it up as we're talking. He was only in the movie like 10 minutes. He plays his brother, but he's like the new mob boss. Um but yeah it's incredible. And Ed Harris is in this movie with a bad eye and he's the one that gave him the bad eye. Uh one of my favorite movies. Uh but Viggo Mortensen kills a bunch of people in that movie and kind of has rough sex with his wife on the stairs and hurts her back. But she didn't know that he was, yeah. Great movie, though. I actually, fuck. With that sex scene, was, uh, were there gummy bears involved in it? Oh, you don't want to talk about that. <laughs> you don't want to talk about of that. Of course. We can, though. Um, but, but no, great movie. Gummy bears. But no, let's, let's, let's finish our thought. 
Yeah. Um, the last person I didn't describe mm-hmm. was uh, Rami Malek. Do you know who Rami Malek is? Not too familiar with him. He's from iRobot. Like that TV show on USA, everybody loved. He is nominated for Best Lead Actor for Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He played Freddie yeah. Mercury. Okay, yeah. Um, a lot of controversy around that movie. Why? Because Brian Singer is a pervert who touches little kids. Oh. Brian Singer directed like a bunch of X-Men movies, which I already hate beforehand. If Brian Singer never does another thing ever, then it's too soon. But he's white and protected. And so he'll get to do movies as long as he wants. It's ugly. It is. Um, I didn't see that movie. Um, even though I like Queen. Like, again, you you know me and my stepfather have our issues. But yep. he gave me a couple of important things. He gave me comic books. He gave me sci-fi. And he gave me good white people music. <laughs> and so I do appreciate that. And so it's rough that a movie that I really want to see who's starring an actor of color, because Rami Malek is like one of those super biracial, triracial, multiracial guys who is whatever. But he's he's black, for lack of a better way of saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if you have trouble getting in the club because your quote unquote jeans are too baggy, you're black. He's that guy. So... Yeah, um, I kind of want to see that. But uh, yeah, so a lot of the characters are of, you know, queer relation, I think is the best way I can say it. And I hope that how I said that wasn't of any offense, because I certainly didn't mean it that way. You did. Um, wow, I really didn't. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's that is a turning point. I don't know if it's ever going to flip to... A bunch of actors of color being that. Like, I don't know if anybody who voted knew that Rami Malik was an actor of color. Uh, but, you know, here's hoping. Now, supporting they know how, actor, they did it. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Marshala Ali is nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Green Book. Um, and Adam Driver is nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Black Klansman. He's the white guy in the Spike Lee movie. But, you know, um, we'll see. Regina King's nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, so nice. we hope that carries. Yeah. And again, Regina King might be the most important actress to my lifetime. You know why? Because she did a bunch of like cool shit as an actress, but she's Huey and Riley. That's right. She was. So, yeah. yeah like, whatever she right. does, like, I have to support it. Like, I'm a fan of, of her work. That's, Spike, probably like, that's probably like the best show I've ever seen. It's one of the most important shows of our lifetime. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Spike Lee is nominated for Black Klansman as a director. That happens way uh, too infrequently. Black Panther is nominated for Best Picture. Black Klansman's nominated for Best or Adapted Screenplay. Even And Buster Scruggs is too, which I love. If Bill Street Could Talk is too. <clears throat> so there's a lot of stuff. Um, yo, A Star is Born is nominated for Best Screenplay. And Bradley Cooper is one of the writers on there. Hmm. And, you know, where you being the rated R comedy guy from the early aughts, I know you're a big Bradley Cooper fan. Not really. Really? Yeah. That's it. He was in a Hangover, right? And all that shit. Wedding Crashers. Yeah. I don't really, um, I don't really care hangover. for Hangover. Ooh. You like Wedding Crashers, though. I don't really care for that one either. Really? Dead serious. You're so lowbrow. No, it's you, not that. I, I just, no, I'm, I just I'm don't kidding. care for it. It's, it's just yeah. like, like to me, it's just like, 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 you, like hangover, like the hangover movies. To me, it, it's were like, you with us? No. Was it me, you, and Jeezy? 
Then went to go see. No, I never. Hangover. Mm-mm. It was me, Jeezy, and somebody. And no, what, what, you, Jeezy, and myself, and others went to go see that one time when y'all had an argument. And then you're like, get dressed. It's like, okay, why what are you we, so upset? Where did we go see? Going to the movies. Brokeback Mountain. That was a good movie. I ain't, them niggas was gay, but it was cool. Why can't I quit you? <laughs> I ain't, niggas can be gay in the country. And that's fine, but I mean, it's like, yeah, that I was, had no idea. Like, it, it was just like, oh, no, no, one, no one said shit. Cause, no, because it's funny, because me and Peanut were seeing these two girls, and like, one was my girlfriend, and the other was like a girl Peanut didn't really like, but she had big titties. Yep. So he was like, we talked about a couple episodes. <laughs> about, episode 51. So, he was, so he was like, well, fuck it, I guess I gotta go. And yo, he was Peanut was so mad at the end of that movie. I think I think the the first because I had no idea what it was. Yo. I literally thought it was like movie about ranching or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. No, it was about ranching, all right. And then, and then they get, they get that, that, that first territory. scene where it's like cold or raining or the fuck it is, and like uh, <sighs> they like start fucking in the tent. And I remember like going out loud, yo, "What look, the fuck?" Yo, you were like, so I, mad, yo. I was, was so like, funny. I was like, "What the hell's going on? What are we watching?" That's a great. I, I never because the, fu- the, the funny thing is, uh, I never heard that movie until. That point when we bought the tickets, internet was it. different back that, then, dog. I, I had no idea what it was. Let's, I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Let's take a break. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawks to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. So, <laughs> I was trying to take a break and like <laughs> switch up the conversation. Peanut has more to say about Brokeback Mountain. I'll never forget that same night, too. Um, who was that one dumbass friend that she had? Uh, began, began with the, her name began with the letter E. Uh... Um, Elisa. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I remember, I don't know if she was just trying to just be like, hey, like do the whole like woman ego thing and be like, hey, I can try and steal man kind of thing. But I remember like Trisha when we sit next or damn it, fuck it. Um, when we sit next to her and then I remember uh, Lisa was like, you know, like, no, come sit over here. And I was like, wait a minute. So, okay. They both got some big ass titties. One has no ass. One does have an ass. Okay, I'm going to sit with the one with the big titties and the big ass. And I remember I sat next to the whole movie, and I definitely, like, <laughs> swiped away Trisha's hand as I went to go walk. And walked past her like I didn't know her. You're a bad person. I don't care. I, I Evidently. She still paid for my ticket, so fuck it. So, <laughs> that's the story you needed to get off? Yeah. So I, oh. No, I'll say just to end it, because that's what I'm saying. I, I remember that, that moment, too, because it happened like oh. that. I did that, and I got my ticket paid for, so it's all good. A misogyny, Tristan. Um, mm. The NFL playoffs, man. Let's talk about, because we got to make people wait. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Kansas City, New England, because you and I stood in a bar for hours watching that game. We did. Which is great in like a public environment. Was there ever any doubt in your mind that New England was going to win that game? I, I kind of... I hope the Chiefs were going to win, but mm-hmm. in my mind, I was kind of like, I know the Patriots are somehow going to pull it off, or at some they point... They could not defend the middle of the field for shit. No, and they, they were not... They they just left it exposed. And, and you know what happens? When you have to put Eric Berry one-on-one on Gronk, and as good as Eric Berry is, yeah, when you have to put him one-on-one, you don't have a center fielder anymore. Nope. And they just got whooped. 
There's nothing they could do in the middle of that field. I thought it was crazy, and it's also fitting that I guess they fired. Excuse me. Their uh, defense coordinator not long after that game. He. How, how do you let a team convert three third and tens in a row? It's not great. Game on the line like that. Like it's not you great. Kind of, you kind of need to be fired. Pat Mahomes is amazing. It took him a while to get going. By the time he did, they scored 31 points in regulation. Yeah, they did. That should beat everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that oh, pretty much boy. will, yeah. Once it went to overtime, I was like, well. Yeah, I, I knew that once overtime. I was like, yeah, Sorry, Paige, Paige is going to win this shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, let's talk about New England, L.A. Now, if anybody <laughs> listens to this podcast, if you go back about two, three months you will hear probably further before that. You will hear us say we don't like that our teams are racist and bigoted and difficult. Yep. So we are going to support the Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Rams. Rams. We've said that. Yep. We're that's not, not, not bandwagons. So we're not bandwagoning yeah, that that's shit. That's on record. They have like three players from San Antonio. So the we st- also the, like the that. planet. The stars and planets just uh, yeah. aligned together for and that to happen. And being so. successful. Um, now, <clears throat> the New Orleans Saints were absolutely. The better team through 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's seen the. Uh, everybody's seen the play call. Mm-hmm. Everybody's oh, seen yeah. the non-call. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We all feel like that was a pass interference or defensive holding or some type of interference call. Yeah, definitely we a penalty. All agree with that. However. Calls go wrong all the way, all the time in games. So if you're harping on that, how do we feel about you? Bro, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? That's all we can say. Because guess what? We don't cry over calls after they're done. I feel like I saw a couple of face masking calls on Jared Goff. Um, mm-hmm. But nobody talked about that. Nobody in the heat of the moment said, you know what? We got away with one. They were just mad about that one call. If you're mad about one call in a 60-minute game, but the game wasn't even over at that point. I mean, they could have still scored a touchdown because that was a first down call, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so they still had downs to convert. It wasn't a third down. Certainly wasn't a fourth because they didn't lose the ball. So you're mad about one call? I don't really understand. My also, thing is, my, my thing is this. If, you know, with one call, like, like we said, if you're going to let literally one whole play in the game dictate the whole outcome or feel like, well, because of that we lost, no. The Saints had a 13-0 lead in the beginning. In the first quarter. Yeah, first quarter, exactly. That's their fault. Um, You have an offense that's putting out how many points a game? And you had a 13-point that, lead? That, that's all scheme. That, that's all the fault of the scheme. You're that mad. They see all that. Listen, <laughs> you're mad at the ass because you didn't put your foot in the ass. <laughs> It's not the ass's fault your foot didn't fit. Yep. You didn't have enough foot. Like, I, I don't know what to say. It's not even, yeah. I, <laughs> Just no saints. No. I understand. It was a it was an egregious call. Yeah, But sucks. you got the ball back in overtime. Mm-hmm. And you know what Drew Brees did? Threw a pick. Threw a, he didn't throw a pick. He threw a duck. <laughs> he threw that ball. Again, Wham. the guy who caught it. Fell backwards and caught it on his back. That's true. He did. If you throw a ball, that's essentially a punt. What's the question I have for you? Bro, what the fuck wrong with you bro? I don't know what happened. Maybe you should be taller. <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> wow, that could help. I, I I think he's really done though. I think. 
Oh, I think he's still playing. I mean, he's still at the you top think of his game. Drew Brees still going to play? Well, what's interesting is Drew Brees looked amazing for yeah. about 14 weeks. But he's also. And that's what I'm. No, I, yeah. that's, that's me not disagreeing with you. Yeah. He looked amazing for about 14 weeks. You know, Drew he's Brees also like is. Super family man. Drew Brees is. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, when no, you talk about people getting still getting it done today. You're talking about Drew Brees. You're talking about who's been around for a long time. You're talking about Drew Brees. You're talking about Tom Brady. You're talking about Rafael Nadell. You're talking about LeBron James. You're talking about Serena Williams. You're talking about Tiger. Okay. Tiger? <laughs> this nigga sitting right here talking about Tiger. Yeah, we are. We're talking about Tiger. Um, he's one of the few that's still getting it done like that. Yeah, so we agree for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think he does still come back. You know, Drew Brees still has to tell his sons to be men, and you know, tell his daughters to defer to his sons. Um, there's still time to do that. Maga <laughs> <laughs> Brees got to do his thing. Um, and we won't even get into like, oh, here's the fucked up part: the What's NFL up? be trolling, yo. Yeah. So they didn't call a penalty that game. Oh, didn't yeah. talk about it. You know what they did today? They fined him for the. They hit. fined him for not for a pi though. They fined him for a helmet to helmet. <laughs> a week after the game, they I'm sure they did on purpose. Petty as shit. I bet they did on purpose. They're I like, think oh, they were having Y'all yeah. gonna talk all this shit and complain? You know what? Fuck you. Hey, so the Super Bowl's in Atlanta, right? Yeah. You know who's having a Super Bowl party? Ray Lewis. <laughs> How many years has it been since uh, the anniversary of that nigga, murder and shit? Nigga, uh, it was 2000, so nigga, uh, 19, 19 years. years. How does wow. a nigga who's the mastermind of the criminal conspiracy agree to throw a party at the same spot? <laughs> same spot he killed somebody. Nigga, you are wow. not. Just because you're bald and you spray paint your hair on, don't make you Tony Soprano, nigga. <laughs> Goddamn. Wild ass Ray Lewis. Don't tell him I said that, though. Nope. I don't want no criminal conspiracy coming back on me. Banner, you still got years to live, baby. <laughs> well, none of that bullshit falling back on me. My God. So, Peanut, we're friends, right? Yeah. You and I have had discussions about, like, there's things that I think that you shouldn't say about women I've been involved with. Mm-hmm. Because I just feel like that breaks... Some kind of rule, some kind of unwritten rule between friends. Okay. But it's never to the point where it would stop us from being friends. Yeah, absolutely. Now, listen. You and I don't have the type of problems where you and I are so different. Our personalities, our looks, our circles when we're not together. That you and I don't have a lot of crossover with women. No, we we definitely get different types of women. Now. It's funny. I had a discussion about the type of women you get this week. I'm not going to tell you about that. It's a big affair. Well, um, oh, okay. No, okay. it's none of your business. Um, even though it's about you. But. Free people. <laughs> listen. <laughs> if we were in a situation where I was still rapping, right? Yeah. Not to say I ever rapped, but if I was still rapping. He did rap. I have uh, I the tracks. If you don't want to, hit me up on if Instagram. I was still rapping, right? And I used to mess with a girl. Yeah. And you ended up marrying her. Mm-hmm. I would never rap her about about her again. I felt like that breaks bro code. Not everybody has the same code. Yeah, you know who doesn't have the same code? Who doesn't? Game to Kanye. 
Because in his last listening session, here's what he said. Wait, let's, wow. can we bring that back one time? Yes, please. I held Kim Kardashian by her throat, nigga. I made her swallow my kids until she choked, nigga. I should apologize because Ye's my folk, nigga. Wait, wait, wait. Can we bring that back one more time? Absolutely. Man, that beat fire. Whoa. Listen. But put it like this. Put, put it like you put it. If you're game... And it's Kanye. Of course you're going to do that. You know Kanye can't kick your ass. The game is 39 years old. It don't matter. He can be 60 years old. No, but it's not about somebody whooping your ass. It's about common courtesy. True. Like, But it is Kanye dog, West. But it's it not. Is... But listen, though. No. Okay, go ahead. It's not somebody you're dating, though. True. It's your wife. Like, I, I here's the thing. I, I love a good you horror really joke. You label her as such a wife? I love a good whore joke as much as the next man. Yeah. Whether it's male whore, female whore, vegetable, mineral, animal whore. I love it. <laughs> but once that whore is married, she's not a whore. Like, genuinely. And this is where I draw the line. We have no evidence mm-hmm. of Kim Kardashian ever cheating on Kanye West. We don't. True. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As, for, as long as they were married. We, we have no evidence of that. So, to our knowledge, whether she's a good or bad person, she's a, fa- she's a faithful wife. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you play with the sanctity of a marriage. Yeah. I, I just, to, to me personally, regardless of my feelings about <laughs> my marriage, um, <laughs> not that I have one. I just mean one prospectively. Seahawk marriage coming soon. Wow. I just think that it's not something that you trifle with. True. Um, and so I think, and what's weird, you can't see the video, but like a listening session, everybody's bopping their heads. Nobody was like, oh shit, what that nigga say? Everybody was cool. I think. Oh, I'm sure they. everybody believes it. Like, okay. Cause it's, that's, and that's the I, worst I think, part. I think they believe it because it's her. I, that's I think part. any other woman, they would have been like, if what I, the listen, fuck? If I, marry, like, if oh, I okay. marry a hoe nigga, don't, don't call my wife a hoe. Don't do it. No, I'm not. But I'm not. But it's some rap. But listen, though, be like, can okay, we talk? Can we talk? Ride the beat. Yeah. Me and you. Yeah. You and I have okay. been in some precarious situation. We have been. You and I. You. I remember one time mm-hmm. where I was dating a girl who was my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and we were in the bed, and you and her friend were on the floor. I was asleep. The girl I was dating was asleep. I don't think anybody else was asleep. I Who feel like this? that's a true story. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what? What's up? That's her business and your business. And what I mean is, I just told her business, but I don't think less of her because of it. She oh, was I having do. fun. She was doing her thing. I'm just kidding. I don't. So I wouldn't go like, and I've met, and this is years ago, and I've like met college. her husband. When I saw her husband, I wasn't like, hey, guess what your wife was doing? Because <laughs> guess what? They weren't married. Like, they don't got shit to do with shit. True. You feel me? Like, oh, I, I just don't. And and the thing is, I don't even know him. I met him that one time. I don't know him either. But what I'm saying is, like, I wouldn't pull up on him like, yo, I remember when your girl used to do the Nancy shit. That was cool. 
Do I have some stories to tell you? What the fuck? I wouldn't do that. And that's that's, that's supposed to be your man? You said in the same verse that's your folk? That's your family? Why would you do that? Because he's game. He can do what he wants. No. It's funny. Me and Chris were talking today. Who's going to tell him no? Who's going to stop him? Me and young Chris were talking today. Who's going to pull up on game? There's a reason that game's not a mainstream rapper right now. Yeah. There's a reason that game is on the fringe. There's a reason that game still makes very good music, Mm -hmm. but that he's not accepted as a YG, who I think is is up there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not, as far as gangster rappers go. Yeah. There's a reason. And the big reason is because I don't think game has his own art. And I mean that. Game came into the rap game as a fan. And if you listen to game songs where there's a feature on them, it's him imitating the rapper that's featured style. A lot of it's that. Um, Game is a chameleon, which isn't a bad thing, but I don't know how game feels about things individually. I don't know who game is without these people inspiring him to a level where he's doing basically fan service to them. Game is rap's greatest tribute band. And that's not even a knock, but it's and and does I th- any of that really matter though? It does. Again, it matters because it's the reason that game is not still in the limelight. Mm-hmm. Like I went and bought a physical doctor's advocate. Me, Jeezy, and Bianca was in a car. We drove to Best Buy at uh, the Arboretum. To go get a physical game CD. Because that's the only person person who had it. Like I, I'm from that. And as the years went on. Game didn't have his own style. Game didn't have his own flow. Game didn't have his own ideas and information. Mm-hmm. And so this to me. Is not game having a problem with Kanye. It's game running out of good ideas. And doing this. On Instagram. To shock and awe. Like, I don't think Game has a problem with Kim Kardashian. No. I think Game saw some shit that he could stir up and went with that. The corny part is, he told Jay-Z that Jay-Z was corny for still rapping at 38. How old is Game? 39. 39. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. That Was that that, uh, that 15 minute? Yeah. I. Here's I, the thing. That shit was Game dope. will knock me out mm-hmm. easily. Yep. It doesn't mean he's not corny. <laughs> he's still a game. He ball. said that. I think you're awesome. Game. When I wake <laughs> up from you knocking me out, I'm gonna tell you you're corny when I wake up. But that's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, the last thing we got to talk about. You want to talk about these Covington High School kids? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, there's a march, and there's these optics of a bunch of young white kids in MAGA hats confronting an old Native American man with a drum. I immediately interpret that as, you know... Taunting? As taunting, immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, Me trying to understand the optics of there being 50 of you and one of him immediately makes me think... Bro, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? But I know what's wrong with you. You're you're white, so you feel like you're in charge. Um, We saw the looks on the kids' faces. We saw specifically... The smirk on that one kid's face in his face. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And we all were like, yo, this is fucked up. Yeah. So immediately they start to spin the shit, right? It turns into 
somehow this kid gets an interview on the Daily Show, on the Today Show. Yep. Um, and I read his full statement. He said, I don't know why people think we were being difficult. Um, there were four black men, because there's always four black guys. They're basically the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. The four horsemen of the nigger lips is what it wow, is. Wow, damn. And they show up, and they're antagonizing you. Um, but he basically said people were hurling insults at them, and then they were just holding their ground trying to keep the peace. Listen. They approached, they approached uh, what's his name? Uh, is a Native American gentleman? Yes. Okay. Was it like Nathan Phillips or something? Yeah. Like? Yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. They approached him. How are you keeping the peace? Um, if there's one of him yeah. and fifty of you, that's not keeping the peace. That that's that's. We saw how you you're pulling a Zimmerman. If if you were trying to defuse the situation, get listen, the fuck on the bus. You were with me on Sunday, mm-hmm. where there was a fight in the bar. Yeah. Um. I was actively diffusing a situation. When you diffuse a situation, um, you don't look somebody in their eye. You physically hold them back and you tell them it's cool. I didn't see any of that. Nope. Um, I saw the kids doing like the tomahawk shit. Did you see that? Yep. Did you see the video of the girl saying beforehand they were being taunted and told about um, if it's not rape if you like it? Yeah, that happened. Um, Did you see... (laughs) Did you see the same group of kids at a basketball game previously in blackface? Oh, in blackface, but apparently that's for school spirit. Yeah, school spirit. Wow. Here's the thing about America, guys, and and I mean this. America mm-hmm. will do what it can to protect its future. It believes that its future is in white men. So when white boys do things that are wrong, they get all the passes in the world. Like, imagine, when's the last time you saw... A black kid wrongly accused of doing something illegal on morning television explaining his side. Have you? Nope. Has that happened? Mm-mm. I don't think it's ever happened. Ever. <clears throat> um, you know, but I mean, a big part of that is they die the same night they're accused of doing something wrong. That's true. And then that side of America judges them for doing something wrong. But no, let's give these kids a pass. Let's ignore our eyes and our ears. I thought it was I thought it was bullshit that some asshole really dug all the way to seventies to oh well he's a criminal. He had a uh, he has a criminal record. He has a criminal record for drinking as a minor. Drinking the, as a minor. Who the now fuck listen, hasn't drunk uh, had a drink as a minor? He's in his sixties wow. mm-hmm. and has a criminal record for drinking as a minor. And they felt they had to bring that up, and they didn't say. He made a mistake as a minor. They just like, said he had a criminal record. Yeah, criminal record. Exactly. America goes out of its way to make its people of color seem like they aren't people and to make its white kids seem like they're above it all. And you have your proof this week. Stay woke. Jesus, stay woke. Oh, my God. Um, but don't say too woke because fucker <laughs> Tariq Nasheed. Um, for trying to get rid of Terry Crews and Kamala Harris. Now, listen, I have my own gripes with Kamala Harris as a presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. I feel like her policies on criminality as a prosecutor were way too strong. I feel like her endorsing things like jail for mothers with truant children are wrong. However, however, mm-hmm. 
if that means that I'm siding with Tariq Nasheed on what type of person she is, then she's okay. Because fuck that nigga. You don't get to be on Flavor of Love and then tell me who's right or who's wrong. And that ain't Flavor <laughs> of Love. That nigga was on I Love New York. Wow. Now, oh, yeah, if your name bitch. isn't Chance or Real or uh, Punk, then nah, I don't give a fuck how you feel about anything. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, fucking gross. Um, yeah, before we get out of here, man, anything that you want to drop on the people? Yeah, um, I did have a nasty word to give out. Oh, before you do that. Yeah. Um, if you're doing your Googles, <laughs> um, Google um, Tiana Trump. Oh, That's shit. T-A-N-N-A-T-R-U-M-P and Abella Danger. Holy shit. A-B-E. Just go right to the L-L-A- 21 minute mark. A-D-A-N-G-E-R. Tiana Trump, Abella Danger. Thank me later. I will say this. If you're a fan of gummy bears, don't watch it. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say if you're a fan of gummy bears, please watch it. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Food is great. Mm-hmm. Snacks are better. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. What, what you got for us, man? Uh, so about, I think it's about uh, last weekend, um, I hung out with a friend. Like, you know, um, we hung out. Um, it's late at night, you know, we're just drinking alcohol and that's all I have. We're just drinking and shit, just chilling. Hadn't, you know, hadn't hung out in forever. And we actually had, you know, cool conversation and we we're just talking about shit or whatever. And somehow the podcast came up and, um, you know, they're a fan of it kind of thing. And, uh, also about nasty words and bullshit. And she was telling me how. I don't know how long ago. I know it's within the past couple of months, I believe. But basically, um, this person, like, you know, um, they, they slept with a guy. And when they were, um, basically when this guy was going down on her, she has a dog that's pretty needy. You know, kind of like this asshole right here, but not as bad kind of thing. And so while he's doing his thing, Said dog ended up going behind to dude and licking his ball sack. And he told her after they did their thing, and he goes, Is it weird that it, it turned me on that your dog was licking my balls as I was eating you out? What just happened there? Uh, <laughs> how do you think I felt in that moment? I was like, What the fuck? Like, I was like, Wait, what? That's. What do you say to that? I. <laughs> that's the nasty war of the century uh, yeah i'm <laughs> listen everybody knows this is a forward-thinking podcast yes who you love is who you love yes and we're going to support <laughs> you regardless as long as that person is an adult human mm-hmm. um <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> and you know she, she was just kind of like uh like she know what the fuck to say because obviously the deed was already done, you know. And you know they always say like you know what's the you know saint awkward sayings after sex. That's literally what he followed followed up with after you know he after he beat. Guys, That's the very first thing he said. R.I.P. to my man Bishop. Bishop has seen some things. Mm-hmm. Bishop was with me like that year that I was single. So Bishop has been through some shit. Oh yeah, I can imagine. But. Nothing like that. Oh, God. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Horrible. 
No. No. And, and, you know. And Pets are our friends. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, I, I was just kind of, like, shook. Like, I know what the fuck to say. And then we're talking some more. And, you know, they, they were like, yeah, um, I don't know. Because uh, I guess we somehow brought up, like, Backpage and shit. And she goes, oh, uh, you know I used to do that. And I was like, wait, what? I've known her for, like, over 10 years. Never knew this. The I'll- interesting thing is, like, you having yeah. to. Not having to. Yeah. But you kind of come into terms with like that regular people have been sex workers. I like this. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And you know, it's just it's funny because like all this information literally just fell in my lap. Like it just you know we're just like kind of talking. Hey, why don't you come over and have a drink? Okay, go over and have drinks. And this is what the fuck we're talking. About. Like holy shit. So she was explaining, um, you know, when she used to do that shit, like you know, be an escort. And obviously, I'm just kind of like, wait, what the fuck? Because I, I never knew about it. And she's explaining how, you know, obviously, you know, do the thing, get paid money, all that bullshit, you know, doing obviously whatever. There are some dudes that would literally, she said one time a dude paid her a grand to shave her legs and her pussy. That's all he wanted to do. What the fuck wrong with you, bro? Wow. That's all he wanted to do. Wait, again. Bro, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? Wow. And she's no. just like, uh, okay, fuck we it. We all like different shit. Yeah. And then she, she'd she also have, like, some other guys. Like she said, like, it happened more often that she would have guys that would literally pay her for time, like, two, three hundred bucks just to try and talk her out of that business. I, <laughs> 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 right. right, bitch. I, bitch, you don't want this dick. Here's a hundred dollars. Basically, basically, yes. Basically, yes. Like I was like, wait a minute, what? No, that's crazy. And she's like, yeah. She goes like, like there, there's just so, and like they were all, and can you guess the profile of the majority of the men that try to talk her out of it? Middle aged white man. Huh? Middle aged white man. Yeah, but a little bit older, but yeah, correct. And they were all just like trying to tell her not to be in business, but a thousand. Oh, wait, they were paying her to, to they could say, I want to save you. Yes. <laughs> And we'll like hug her and shit, like fucking <laughs> give her give her hugs and shit while they're talking to her. Wait, wait like, soldier, like, soldier, tell him again. Wait one more time. Paying her hundreds of dollars no. to give her the speech to. No, you, you shouldn't be doing this anymore. Oh my god! Wait, what? If any of you women out there would love to. Pay me hundreds of dollars to come hang out with me and give me a hug no, and, no, no, and wait, talk wait, me wait. out of some dumb wait, wait, wait. shit. Listen, please, listen, listen, listen. please no, let me know. No, no. Jump my DM. I'm me, available. Pay me fifty dollars to talk you into doing the shit. <laughs> then pay him fifty dollars to talk you out of doing the shit. Yes. Yo, like it'll be like it's like masterpiece theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. You could for for a hundred dollars, you can have your own. Devil and Angel, <laughs> real life. And we'll edit their videos too. I put my, I put like a little me on your shoulder, <laughs> green screen talking shit, <laughs> fucking hitting the Josephine Johnny on your shoulder. It should be amazing. Oh God. But yeah, oh. like you know, and like I said, it's just wild because known her for so long and never, never knew that part about her. She's like, you know, I thought, I thought you knew. I thought I told you. Like, no. Coolest thing that happened out of this. While she's telling the story, she gets up. Mm-hmm. She goes over to like this little like. Um, I guess like a little jewelry box, gets his little ass spoon and goes, and then continues to talk. And I, I'm just kind of looking. She goes, oh, yeah, like that was what it was. Would you like some? I was like, no, 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 I'm good. Just kept, kept pushing like nothing. 
I'm in. Shit, <laughs> get up for the story. That's not how we prepare for our shows. No shit. But I mean, just like I said, just mid story, just got up and did that shit. Like 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 it was nothing. All nonchalant shit. Guys, I hope that the um, matter of fact, what I'm gonna do? Let me get this last ad in, and we're gonna close the show a bit differently then. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. So next week's episode, um, last week, 52, I think was one of our strongest episodes. It was birthed out of a necessity to do well. Um... And we explained that at the beginning of 52. So if you listen to that, you know what that's from. This week wanted to be a continuation of that. Knew that we had the technology. Knew that we had the media to have a strong show um, in a different way than we've been doing. So we were confident in tonight, too. Um, So next week's show is a bit different. Um, If you've been listening long enough, if you follow me on social media, you know that I pride myself on being an ally to the uh, LGBTQ community, Um, if for no other reason than I understand what it's like to be marginalized, I understand what it's like to be treated as other, and that there's value in stories told by people who aren't heard. By people who don't have a voice. And, and that's really important to me. Um, we were out a few months back. And I saw a kid I did my undergrad with. And we recognized each other. And he told me about some projects he was working on. And I was like, yo, I got to get you on my show. So that we can really, one, talk about what you have going on. Two, bring more eyes and ears to what you do. Three, so that me specifically, Cameron, I can further my understanding of people like me who do different things than me. Um, so next week, we're still going to do our typical, you know, best of pop culture and news show. That won't be different. We'll be joined by my man, Joe Anderson Jr., who is the co-creative director and featured actor in The Mahogany Project, which is... Um, Basically, an art project, uh, video project, live action project designed to bring attention to, uh, you know, America's and Texas's and Central Texas's and Austin, Texas's uh, LGBTQ community. So we're going to have him on next week to do our rounds with us, as well as talk about his upcoming performance, which we're going to be a part of. So yeah, Joe Anderson Jr., co-creator, director, and featured actor of The Mahogany Project. So next week should be really fun. I think it's always interesting when we have a third voice on here, because it's never anybody who, like we've been meaning to get Matt on here as the third, Mm -hmm. and James on here as the third, who listen to us like all the time so they get it. But I like when it's people who don't listen to us all the time. They're like, what the fuck are they talking about? That's always fun. You're so, in yeah. for a shock. Yes, my man Joe will be on next week. Um, yeah, It'll be a great I, show. Y'all should tune guys, in. Guys, whenever I have like super personal stuff going on, um, it's great to have this outlet um, to be able to just communicate with people. Because 
you guys make me feel like all this matters. Like all this is important. Like it has to be done. Um, I thought about taking a week off because of the things I have going on. But I realized that, you know, what I have happening, the world doesn't stop. And I think that was one of the most important lessons I learned in adulthood. Regardless of what you're going through, regardless of if it's you know difficult, you could be hungry or broke or sad or heartbroken, all that kind of stuff. The world doesn't stop. So if you can contribute to the world, you should make an effort to do that. And, you know, this is my small piece. Uh, super pause. <laughs> my small piece that I can donate uh, to the world to... Hopefully make things a bit easier on somebody else to make an hour and some change of your day go better. This is South Congress Podcast, episode 53. My name's Cameron, but um, I told my brother, when the young girls see me out, they say, Seahawk, Seahawk. (laughs) I feel like I'm a warrior now. This shit is super dope. Um, Peanut, before we get out of here, man, anything else? That you have? No, um, just remember to. Hell, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, no, just be sure to tune in next week to our uh, special episode. Like you know, it's it's gonna be a good one, and just can't wait to see the reaction on their face when they see the kind of shit we talk about. What I am gonna do uh, one more time. I wanted to do it last week, but we were on such a roll. Um, I do want to play our intro as an outro. Again, it's Normani with a cover of Tory Lane's Say It. Just keep it honest, baby. You wouldn't want a young mama if I wasn't whipping this one. And yo, if you haven't subscribed, iTunes, just search South Congress Playlist. Oh, we just gonna play the sexy shit. Might as well. Should. In tpublic.com slash CR. Get your uh, new South Congress uh, podcast t shirts with the Fiesta logo. Fiesta design is sexy. For all my San Antonio people, Fiesta's coming up. Rock that shit downtown while you're getting your, uh, your beef flautas and shit like that. Yo, I need people to wear that because you never listen to the show. Yep. Why are you getting those Gatanikisada tacos? Wear that shit. Why are you getting that Modelo with that Dos Equis dressed? <laughs> Why are you at Mi Fiera? Oh, my God. Oh. When you're at Niosa College Night. Yo, I really want to make a Niosa shirt. But I don't know what to say without it being super creepy. Night in Old South Congress. But, like, but like a Niosa shirt. Oh. Like... I survived my in 2013. And all I got was herpes. That's like, funny. <laughs> <laughs> I survived my in 2000, uh, 2010. Oh my god. And all I got was two baby daddies. That shit used to be great, yo. They were all out there. Oh hell yeah. Who are we talking about? H E A U X S. Hoaxes, yeah. Hope you took French. The South Congress <laughs> Podcast, episode 53. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. And we're out. Bye. <laughs>